Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 402. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news, and then we'll be discussing the series premiere of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and recent episodes of 911, The Big Bang Theory, FBI, and The Rookie. Plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 402. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com, and this week I have joining me... I'm Kyle from noreruns.net. And Jenny from tvismypastfire.com. All right, thank you both for uh, joining me to talk a little TV this week. I yeah. forgot, I was, I was going to introduce myself as Officer Nolan of the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Of the uh, Los Angeles Police Department. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that later in prime time. Uh, but first up uh, in the news, uh, ABC has picked up a million little things, which had to have taken them forever, uh, for a full season. And uh, the Connors for an additional episode. So that's, I'm not sure if like, that's all they potentially could get. Like, is that just... 11 episodes doesn't seem like that much, especially it's a fall show that like they could probably reuse a lot of what they already had thought of and just remove mm-hmm. Roseanne. But well, even at that, it's it kind of started a little later. Like, is that those episodes are not going to be done by the time they take a little break for Christmas. So like, it's one of those, are they going to come back for like, one two or, or two episodes, two or three episodes in January, yeah. and then there's going to be something else. Uh, I don't know. It's I hate when weird... shows do that. Yeah, it's a weird. You know, if you've got ten episodes and you're not really going to do, you could just play ten episodes in the fall and then be done. It's a weird thing to have a little break like that for only less than you know less than five episodes to come back to. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was only going to be one episode, so they ordered an extra just to have a, something to hang out with. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's a weird one. But I'm happy that uh, A Million Little Things got picked up an episode or so behind, but uh, quite liking that show so far. So, Yep, same here. I haven't watched The Connors. I, I didn't watch Roseanne, so that one episode isn't going to push me over saying, oh, now there's too many I can't watch. I'm already not yeah, watching. I- Yeah, Uh, I watched the first one back just to see how they were going to write her out, but uh, I hadn't really watched other than the first episode last season to see how they were bringing the show back. So, like, (laughs) (laughs) if they they make some big change for next season, (laughs) if it comes back again, uh, maybe I'll watch that one. Uh, But uh, Comedy Central... Uh, is going to uh, end Broad City with its upcoming fifth season. Uh, So uh, that will be uh, coming to an end. Uh, Speaking of things coming to an end, uh, NBC has announced that the end of Timeless, uh, the series finale movie that they've uh, now done, will air on Thursday, December 20th. My birthday. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and does it become time full once it's all complete? <laughs> yes. Like, uh, uh, well, it's definitely not going to be time more. <laughs> but yeah, so at least after ending on cliffhangers and things like that, at least uh, 
they'll be coming back with some sort of uh, conclusion uh, to that uh, to that show for. Uh, which I quite enjoyed and wish it was coming back for more than just a two-hour finale. Um, but... Take what you can get. Yeah, It'll be right. something. That's right. And then uh, also uh, Netflix has canceled American Vandal uh, after two seasons uh, and then renewed Atypical for a third season. One of the few shows on Netflix I was actually caught up on. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen Atypical yet, but... Uh, that is one that I do want to watch whenever I well, find I heard, the... Yeah, I heard this idea and I hadn't really thought of it in that perspective, like other TV networks producing their own content, is that while some of these shows are Netflix originals, they're deals with other companies, not their own in-house production company. And that it seems that even Netflix possibly might be going to a path just like everybody else. Things that are, you know, either sort of on the bubble-ish type of thing or have some other, while they're spending a ton of money on on content, they're going to start spending more and more of that on actual in-house, they own all the rights worldwide type of uh, uh, productions for the most part. I mean, it does make sense because, like, I can go buy the first season of American Vandal on DVD if I wanted to watch it. Yeah, although they put out some of their stuff that's been—I mean, I guess some stuff before—but I'm ne I've never really paid much attention to like who the actual, other than like obviously like the Marvel stuff where you know that it's a deal right. with you know <laughs> with Marvel. Uh, the other stuff when it gets marketed as you know a Netflix original, I never really, I never really paid much attention to, you know, who exactly was, they didn't, they haven't always had their own, you know, even with all these productions that have been Netflix originals, they haven't had their own TV studio, you know, or now they do. And so it just was kind of interesting to start to think of, uh, you're like, well, Netflix is just like everybody else. They're going to start focusing on <laughs> their own own stuff. And, uh, you know, you might get, like here in the States, you might get where they buy the rights to some other company's uh, production stuff from outside the country to air here or something. But, uh, but for a lot of other stuff, it looks like they're, you know, they may be focusing on, and that's where some of these, you know, like some of the Marvel shows starting to disappear and, and things like that is they may have the same type of thing. Like they can make all of the monies off of stuff they produce as opposed to other things. Well, and I mean, it, ha it, it happens in uh, regular network TV too. Yeah. But that's um, the thing is you, you know, think of Netflix as, you know, sort of the disruptor, you know, the, right. the, the the first one really to get into streaming and, you know, and everything and stuff. But, uh, uh, but yeah, that, that now they're going uh, because, and partially because all the other companies are also doing the same thing. And so they're less likely to license content to a Netflix when, say, Disney is going to have their own streaming service next year. Right. Whatever with the the recent deal with the 
that's now Warner Media or whatever, you know, you know that they're going to be putting their content out. Everybody's going to be keeping their stuff. Except Fox, because they don't have a an in-house thing anywhere. Once a Disney thing goes through. Well, yeah, well, that's the, I mean, the Fox Broadcast Network won't. So they're going to really be the the odd thing out because everything else is, you know, either network wise or, but I mean, you're, you're going to see, you know, you already see that like all the CBS stuff is for CBS or CBS all access, you know, ABC is mainly produced by ABC studios, you know, NBC from, you know, the, the same type of thing, but yet the streaming services are starting to, with more and more of them pop, starting to going to be popping up in the next year, because uh, there's the possibility that you're going to have all these major media companies are going to have their own streaming services with their own stuff on it, and they're not going to be licensing it to other people. Uh, so, which which really sucks for viewers, because who who can afford to, you know, pay for each and every streaming service out there now. Well, that's the, it is sort of the, everybody always, you know, the, the cable cord cutters are like, uh, cut the cord because like, you know, cable's too expensive, but then to get all the content, <laughs> you have to buy all these different streaming services. That is where you'll find all the stuff. But I also find it funny that uh, a complaint now with all the different streaming services is it's too hard to get to, you know, you got to switch apps and go from this thing to this thing to be able to watch this thing only over here and this thing over here. And you're like, yeah, if only you could like, you know, flip a channel or something. <laughs> and pay one bill and, and get pay, everything in and one pay place. one bill and get one thing in one place. How weird is that? Uh, with the difference being, I suppose that, uh, only the things you wanted, uh, but yeah, all right. That's uh, that's enough about the news, and we'll uh, move on to the uh, primetime segment. First up, nine one one season two episode six. Dosed is the uh, last episode to have played before this recording, and Ginny uh, and Kyle, both of you are still uh, watching the show. I love it. Our whole, my whole family loves it. What are you thinking of the second season here, Jenny? Uh, I don't know if it's any better, but I don't think it's any worse. Um, I I hope that Buck um, stops pining for Abby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that that is that storyline's getting old. I liked them together, but now that she's gone, you know, have him at least have him stop pining for, her. and he doesn't have to move on. Just. Well, it looked promising this week. It looked like he was going to with, with like, the reporter, reporter yeah. and then she turned out to be this self-centered <laughs> jerk. Which, but... yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but but other than that, I like his sister, Maddie. Um, I hope we see some more of her uh, dealing with her, her ex-husband. Her I got to think the ex is going to show up at some point. Oh, he's got to, yeah. Especially uh, well, with her especially getting her security her, system and everything and, already. And, and her in chimney this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I want to see more with her and, and that storyline. 
Um, and I'm kind of digging the whole Bobby and Athena thing. Um, yeah, and they're they're making them more of a family. I like how the the dad is. Yeah, the like, ex-husband is is kind of embracing him into the family. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I'm always shocked about this show is just how quickly it moves. Like it this does. week, I think we had covered like four different cases. I looked at, and it was only halfway through the episode. <laughs> and I was like, but like, even though they're so fast, like you feel like you've seen like the whole story. It doesn't yeah, feel you know, like it, it's, it doesn't feel rushed. Yeah, it just it feels like you saw the the entire thing. And like with this one, I like how they brought back in like the muscle guy who got his arms locked. Like uh-huh. he showed back up in the the story thanking the cops for their and the and the crazy bug and reptile lady there at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I oh. like her comment that then oh i just wanted to um give you guys a dose of something to cheer you up and like, yeah he's the one that that uh gave them the brownies that uh, and and can we just talk first about the bugs and the oh, bugs coming so out of people's mouths <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, flying out when they cough uh give me blood and gore uh give me a piece of rebar through the middle of chimney's head but the bugs coming out of people's mouths like they did about hit my limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound any good. Uh, it was it was so gross. Well, now, I don't were, I... they, were they eating them or were they just having to hold them in their mouths? I thought they had to eat them. See, I thought they had to eat them, too. But but my husband and son said they just had to hold them in their mouths. Which I guess it would make sense because why would they have so many live ones still exactly, in their mouth? Yeah, like it, it was also a weird contest because the guy was <laughs> was eating crickets, which are much smaller, and the right, woman and, had to eat oh, all these giant like hissing cockroaches, oh. which are like giant. Like it wasn't fair if you're going by pure count of what uh, you can fit in your mouth. Oh, it was it was nasty. <laughs> I mean, it was it was fun, but it was gross. And then, like, they have to try to, like, give... Well, no one gave mouth-to-mouth, right? They just pulled out the little airbag. Oh, yeah, They yeah. had to do mouth-to-mouth. That would have been another <laughs> level of gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, it's like swapping gum, except gross. Mm-mm. But, yeah, over, I, like, I, I'm enjoying... Like, I, I really like the first season. The one thing I didn't like about the first season was the Buck and, and what's-her-name storyline. So that's gone, so... I, I'm happy with this season so far. It's been just as good to me. Um, yeah. Yep. I I I hear or I read um, that some people don't like how fast it moves. That they wish we saw more of of each case. But like you said, you know, I I think it just we see enough. Yeah, I've never felt gypped like that. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to see something like mm-hmm. like it's just. I suppose that it could go the other way and be, you'd be like, gosh, could we uh, move along here? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of what sets this show apart, I think, is that it is so fast paced and we do see so many different cases other than like, you know, shows like Bones or uh, CSI where they focus on, you know, one case per episode. For the most part, or like the next show on the list, which is uh, <laughs> FBI, right, yeah, <laughs> season yeah. one, episode five, Doomsday. I'd have to say that's 
I mean, I've kind of liked it. I mean, I like the the people like within it. Um, I like the uh, the change of the uh, of the boss mm-hmm. from the first episode to the other. You know, to the the last few episodes. Um, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I only watched oh. the first episode. <laughs> who yeah. is who is the original boss then? You're not talking about what's his name? Connie Nielsen. No, 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 no. Connie Nielsen was the was yeah. the head of the office, and now Celia Ward is the yeah. Uh, Celia Ward. I just am. I'm so enthralled with her. Have been forever. I mean, I I like her character almost more as more of a mentor towards Maggie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this, as opposed to the other one, who was a little more of a, you know, sort of the hard ass type of, uh, you know, I'm totally in charge here. Every right, but we kind of get the hard ass from Jeremy Sisto's character. Yeah, maybe uh, a little bit, but yet, you know, Celia Ward's character still uh, on, you know, above him too. So they're all kind of uh, reporting to her. But but talking about what, like the the speed of things. It was this watching a couple episodes in a row here, and you know the show is a serious show. Obviously, the things that they're dealing with are not you know like a laugh riot. But there's no balance. The to whole it, is thing there? just seems so dour, though. The more I watch, yeah. and it's and I noticed the one thing that really is the background music, the that plays like when they're you see them traveling from like one place to another or showing up at a crime scene. Like it's this very ominous, like sounding, you know, music in the background. Yeah. That that helps that, that totally helps bring the whole thing uh, down. I think the, I think the one episode, you know, you're talking about trafficked girls that are being, you know, put into prostitution and stuff like that. But when Jeremy Sisto's character went undercover, there was, he was at least having like having some fun with going undercover, even though (laughs) it was like the one, the one time in any of it. uh, I mean, I know it'd be hard to throw some stuff in when you're talking about, you know, you know, a mass shooter or people getting poisoned or, or, or her stuff. dead husband. Yeah, or, yeah, or her. Uh, and, but yeah, the balance, the ba- they have not found a balance yet. There's There needs to be, I don't know, more, I don't know, some sort of a gallows humor to it or something. Every, I don't know, every, everything about it. And then when you, I saw like the, uh, the advertisement, you know, at the end for like uh, next week and they were promising like, I don't, I can't remember the word that they use now, but it was, you know, like the most unbelievable case of the season or something like that. I was like, you're brand new. This is going to be episode six. <laughs> what? <laughs> what and, and like, so is it all downhill after that? Like it, cause they didn't say like the season so far, they were just like, this is the, I, but I mean, you have to definitely take that with a grain of salt because every show says that every time. I just oh. thought it was, I just thought it was so like a bizarre way to position. Yeah. uh, That was, that's only has a handful of episodes. Uh, I still, I still kind of like it. I like the, like I said, I like the, the cast. 
right and, and stuff but some of the how they go about the cases and how much longer can they go with that type of style of thing though cuz everything has seemed pretty big you mm-hmm. know like you know a a nuclear power plant being sabotaged you know like right well yeah i mean how uh, many how many uh major catastrophes or whatever can we avoid in what isn't a long time you know that they keep catching these cases and it starts to feel it's already too dour, but they're already trying to top themselves you know, like six yeah. episodes in. Yeah, uh, it's, it, it will become very samey, samey if they're not careful. So you watched the first episode, Kyle, and then you watched this. What did you, th- you did you see any, <laughs> any differences? Was there anything about it that? Uh... <laughs> I didn't even notice that an actress changed. <laughs> Well, the, I mean, it wasn't just the actress; it was the whole character. The I character didn't even, I it didn't even occur yeah. to me. But yep. like, I mean, I thought it was decent enough, but it wasn't anything. Like you said, it was depressing. Like end of the world. Like we got a nuclear meltdown coming. Like the woman, like they're yelling at the woman. You were the one that killed your friend by telling them about this, and it's like, like. I, I mean, I thought it was fine for a procedural, but it nothing about the episode made me say, let me go set that season pass again to uh, to keep watching this show. Yeah, I think the other thing that uh, while watching it is I know that, in, you know, you're going to focus on the main characters. Obviously, you're going to be following these two in their case and then the people that they deal with. But they walk into this FBI office that has like 40 people working in it and they all feel like background characters. Like they're just there to produce like, you know, (laughs) like that they're not really doing anything every once in a while. One, like I think in one of the episodes, like somebody else besides the, uh, what's her, uh, the analyst character, uh, Kristen, other than her character, I think, it was like one other character like got called on to like provide some information or something like that. But yeah, yeah, it's like we see six characters, uh, Maggie and OA, and the or I mean five characters: Maggie, OA, the two bosses, and and the the analyst. Like yeah. you were talking. About. I mean, even at the end of like one of the cases, Jeremy Sisto's character Jubal's like uh, you know drinks on me down at the bar. But it seems like he's talking to just his boss and them too. Just the regulars, <laughs> not like, you background folks. <laughs> like nobody else is invited. Like, because like it, it's not like, uh, you know, the see the Lord's character is like, so are you coming? And he's like, no, I think uh, maybe you know next time or something like that. And it was like, is any anybody else in the office <laughs> invited? Like anyone? Well, and and you can't very well have just you know, the five of them in the room, you know, on the show, but maybe they have just too many. Because they have like all these people. And then every so often, depending on the type of case, they have like some specialist that is right. you know, like, uh, you know, uh, or like a liaison with some other, div- some other agency or something uh, <laughs> that's there. But, they're none of the people that are, you know, they're like specially there because of this case. They're not anybody that's, that's one of the other people there. It's just, right. Uh, I don't know. It's some of those type of things that, uh, that 
that felt weird. I also like the. <laughs> it doesn't really mean anything, but the the way they shoot some of the things, like they had the the shooting, and then they had this camera angle that sort of pans back as the three people have been shot, and they just keep showing people running across mm-hmm. the courtyard, mm-hmm. and I'm like. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just go back? I mean, why if you're in the you... building, why would you run outside? Or even if you were already outside, why would you run past where right. people had been shot? Like, right. where where do you think you're going? Like, what? I, I know. It's like that there's these, it was just another, it just drew attention to itself to me. It, it was another scene that like was trying to create some sort of background action, like uh all the people back at the office and it just felt out of place. It felt weird. <laughs> yep. uh, so I don't know. I mean, I may, I may give it a couple more episodes. I mean, of course I've got to watch the next episode cause it's the best case <laughs> <laughs> all season. Uh, but then you can quit cause everything else will be a letdown. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll, it's all downhill <laughs> after that. But yeah, I'm not sure how much more uh, that I'm going to watch. I'm not sure that it'll make it uh too many more episodes. I mean, there's other things that are sitting on the DVR that I like much My better. My DVR is wide open. <laughs> well, that's due to technical difficulties, not not because you, uh, you because I chose to, to uh, delete some stuff. It's an intervention from yeah, TiVo. Right. They're like, you're going to delete all this stuff now. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, yeah. That was we all got together, Kyle. And we, <laughs> we, we got on the horn to TiVo and was like, hey, can you do something about that? He's got shows on there from, you know, that just should no longer be on his DVR. <laughs> but uh, we'll move on to, uh, see, uh, this a show that is trying to take things seriously, but also has some fun <laughs> with what they're doing. Uh, the Rookie, Season 1, Episode 2, Crash Course, uh, which was... <laughs> Uh, which was great with uh, Officer Nolan just couldn't see to uh, not get damage to the vehicle. <laughs> the one problem I have is that I know it was for humor's sake, but when they give him the old car, there's no way they would put that thing back on the road. <laughs> if they have to go pursue someone, that thing is going to cause an accident <laughs> or fall apart on the road yes. when they're chasing after the bad guy. Uh, well, but it, it came in handy the, to have the old car to drive into the house. <laughs> you know, to, uh, since she was locked out. So, yeah, that was. Uh, uh, but uh, here we are, two episodes in. What are you thinking of the rookie, Kyle? I'm still enjoying it, but I, I had like the uh, with this episode, I had the opposite problem that I had with 911, where it was moving really fast with lots of quick cases. But so it right. felt like something was missing. Yeah. Like you didn't get like the full case or it's just too quick that they switch off to another case. Like before you even get the resolution. I mean, maybe that's more realistic as far as police work goes. You're not going to get like a whole wrapped up case. Like he asked the guy, can you tell me what's, can you let me know what's, uh, what happens with this woman afterwards? That is probably more realistic than us seeing everything play out. But um, so that I, I don't 
it's hard to explain, but I, it just felt like something was missing. But I mean, overall, I, I did enjoy it. Uh, I mean, like, well, one example is like when the guy's in the um, the church trying to catch the guy on PCP, like <laughs> it's like almost instantaneous. He just walks out like, oh, he got him in the handcuffs. Like we missed the whole how, how he did this. Like, yeah, he was sort of talking him down, but there's yeah, no yeah. way that guy was going to quickly put on. No, if that was going to if that was going to work, then, you know, any of the, the cops waiting outside could have done it. Well, the, the whole thing was he. He was like, here, just put these on and I'll get you some water. And the guy was like, Ooh, okay. He must have been really thirsty. <laughs> so he put them so on. Uh, uh, but no, I did like that part of the storyline, though, with, uh, the, <laughs> with the training officer. like Putting him through all his faces. You know, picking like every, like, you know... Uh, <laughs> Bad, high risk, you know, high risk case or whatever to see yep. if he's really if he's gonna freeze up again. Uh, that was good. I like the other, the other as well, where the you know sort of the hard ass training officer had since he was out, you know, injured after being <laughs> shot, had you know requested that the you know the kind of the the lazy let's just write a few tickets today <laughs> uh, i did like how it first like last week she was all upset about his constant tests and you could tell this week she totally missed it because it was mm-hmm. so boring just sitting there doing tickets <laughs> and okay so i have to ask he 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 seemed to heal from that gunshot wound awfully <laughs> fast didn't he yeah because they're still in their first week right yeah i mean no time wise i think there's been a few, there's been a few days. Like even the over the course of this is a couple of days, and right. But I mean, how fast do you heal from a gunshot wound? But he was uh, already getting back to duty. Well, yeah, but I think it had already been. Uh, he'd been to the hospital. He'd been there a couple of days, and and I don't think it was as bad. It's not like he got. Well, yeah. It's not like he took a bullet, you know, <laughs> to the shoulder or something. <laughs> He got yeah. winged on the he got winged on the side. You know, I guess so. Like, the vest didn't fully cover. Uh, yeah, type of thing. It just I don't know. It just seemed because how she didn't seem like she had been riding with that that other training officer very yeah, long. It was only a couple of days. It seemed like so. Yeah, I don't know. It it definitely had to have been not as bad as... Yeah, timing-wise, it just seemed off, but... They have great doctors. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But yeah, but I like... uh, I like how it switches around between each of the the ones. So we get, you know, we get to see different uh, cases, different types of training officers, different, uh, you know, different situations and things. Yeah, and we're not just... It's not just focused on... Nolan because you know because he's the big name he's got an awesome last name (laughs) well I mean (laughs) duh but yeah so it I think it uh, but also while there you know you had a guy that was holding people in his basement Uh, you know you had you know some of these other uh, cases and things going on that are just as serious as anything you know, that they have going on FBI, but yet there's, there's still some, it's a balance. Yeah. There was still, I I don't know. It feels, I don't know. It feels more real, I guess that, you know, Mm -hmm. that there would be 
you know, things like, uh, you know, he, he talks the bride down. And so, you know, they're, they're putting a bouquet on, on his seat, you know, type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's little I, bits I did of, like how, what's your name? Dodge. Yeah, dodged it. <laughs> she was standing right at the back. And it would have hit her. Yeah. So I'm really liking it. I think it, like you said, Jenny, it, it has, it has the right balance. It's not a comedy, and it's 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 definitely more of a drama, but it has enough that it uh, that you're interested in these characters, and not just because of hardship in their past or something like that, right? And, and that uh, that they're still dealing with, you know, because obviously, you know, Officer Nolan had things had gone downhill for him, and he was trying to reinvent himself but yeah just a much better balance in uh in that type of uh genre of uh yeah of stories one of the one of the notes i made was that i think i can see this show getting better with each episode i mean we've only had you know two but it the second episode was was enough better than the pilot that I can see that trend continuing. Um, FBI seems to be pretty even uh, in terms of like, you know, like we talked about in terms of character growth and um, tone of the show and everything. Uh, But, but this one, I, it's just one I can see if they continue getting better and better. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think so too, as you get to know more about each of the characters and, uh, and even at that, like the hard ass, you know, training officer, they gave him mm-hmm. something in his past that uh, made him human. <laughs> like, right. He's not just. He's not just an ass. Yeah. And, and you do see a sense of fun in him, like when he's telling her. Yeah. Like when he shows up to the diner. Set things up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or even when he shows up to the diner and he's like, what are you just going to sit here? And, <laughs> and, yeah. and there's a call, but I don't have a car. You've got legs, you know? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, there was, you know, there's some stuff in there that uh, makes the episodes, I don't know, more enjoyable to watch. But with that, we'll move on to the next show on the list, uh, The Big Bang Theory, uh, Season 12, Episode 6, The Imitation Perturbation. Uh, and uh, here we are in the final season Kyle, what are you thinking about the final season so far of The Big Bang Theory? Um, this is a show that I, I'm I've been over it for a while. And now I'm just riding out. <laughs> Although I did find some stuff fun in this episode, but it's not one of my favorite comedies. Now I'm just in the in the home stretch. <laughs> Gotta see how it ends. And yeah, but I I mean I I did really enjoy the um. The whole him dressing up as Sheldon, although I find it hard to believe that Sheldon would need someone to explain that that's what was happening. Like, there's no way he couldn't have figured that out. (laughs) But I did like he's like, why? He's making a good point. (laughs) Like, it's exactly what what he uh, would have done. And I did did like later on at the party, like the guy's like, I don't go to many parties. (laughs) But is this a good one? He's like, this is great. (laughs) Well, I did like, too, when they showed up as Howard and Bernadette. And Bernadette. That, was, uh, that was pretty good. And, and Bernadette later with the, 
Uh, yeah, that was funny because it didn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> That's what we, you, know. <laughs> you know, I as much as Sheldon's grown in in terms of maturity, sometimes I feel like he backslides. Um, I think it's similar to like Brennan on Bones. She changed a lot over the years, over the series. Um, but but even towards the end, she still sometimes was all, I guess, quirky scientist who had trouble being. I hate to use this word, but normal. Um, it's and also because that's what the writers know, and they they like writing that aspect, and they don't want to give that up. Well, but the, uh, but I think I think it's become more. Well, I, this this is what I've been saying the whole time is is balance. Sometimes I feel like Sheldon is is a little bit better balanced, and then sometimes he gets to be where he's just annoying and, and that makes it not as funny for me when he's nothing but annoying. So I've, I've always liked that. He's always been my favorite character. I, I've never found him that annoying, which maybe that said something about me, but, uh, <laughs> but I, he's actually, he's always been my easily, I find Howard more annoying. Just looking at him in those horrible outfits oh God, and that awful phones, hair. Yes. That is what bugs me more than anything that comes out of Sheldon's mouth. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, of all of them, he's got to be the happiest that the show is over, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he looked normal for a second. I was like, wait, he looks way different because he they got rid of. I'm sure he must wear a wig or something because his hair actually looked normal when he was dressed as, as Sheldon. I don't know how you hide all that hair. <laughs> I still find it funny enough. Like it's. It's always been, you know, somewhat reliably funny. Mm-hmm. There's enough, even if it's, you know, set up punchline, set up punchline, or, you know, the friends giving each other a hard time type of stuff. It still gives you enough, you know, a few laughs an episode, even if over time you just sort of like, yeah, I'm uh, kind of uh, kind of done with these. But I think over time, too, though, they've done really well of you know, adding characters and letting characters grow some and and not just always going back to like, you know, the original sort of joke, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Uh, here's a question for you. Do you think Penny and Leonard are going to make it? Because nobody else seems to think so. <laughs> I do. I, I do. I don't know if I don't know about the kid thing. Uh, but I liked on this week's episode, I liked how Penny, when she admitted that she didn't want that to be their first kiss because she didn't want, you know, it to be when she was drunk and, and it, it was a, it was a softer side of Penny. And I think that if they can, if she can continue to, you know, if they can continue to show that, then it, it kind of balances them out a little bit. Yeah, I just liked, um, uh, oh gosh, why am I blanking, uh, on the mom, you know, who was the total ball buster or whatever that uh, kept saying, she's going to eat him up and spit him out. Yeah, Amy's Amy's mom. Yeah, Amy's mom. You know, and then they've they've been throwing in some some conflict here and there. 
Uh, that definitely seems like, a, I don't know, a conversation, something that should have been maybe more locked down before you got married. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, but I can't, I mean, I don't know. I guess it could turn into another How I Met Your Mother and, and you know, they break, you know, they break up right at the end. But I, I don't know. I just can't see that happening. If they break them up just to get them back together by the end, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I... Like the one thing now they've also got they've got Raj with his uh, his bride to be like I wasn't so sure about her in the when she first appeared because she was like more of a stuffed shirt like really like I don't know a, a little more annoying but yeah. like I she lightened up a lot in this oh, episode oh she did didn't she and so I actually liked her a lot in this episode and yeah. I did like the other guy there he's like oh how can I get in on that arranged marriage stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know that the woman has uh, the the right to choose, right? To say no. <laughs> he's like, oh, there's always a catch. <laughs> uh, and speaking of, you know, girlfriends and things, where was Stuart's whatever she is? Are they not? I mean, you know, I would have thought that he'd have brought her to the party. Was he going out with some older woman, or am I thinking of something else? No, no he's dating the girl the, that's working the, for him at the yeah, comic shop. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least has started dating in a pre... You know. Maybe she was working at the store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I can't close, so you can come with me. You gotta work. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes I think with these types of ensembles and things like that, and when you have these side characters that sort of start to become... I think like they only have like a budget for so many yeah. and, and the, the uh, Rogers bride to be was the one that got to come to the party. <laughs> uh, the other one was, they could have at least mentioned her or something. <laughs> well, or somebody she, said they... like, where's so-and-so or something. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well she's sick or, you know, yeah, she had to work at the store. They would have had to actually come up with a better costume to make a couple's costume than his little <laughs> butterfly wings there. Uh, but yeah, but I think they had, uh, you know, then they also had uh, Bert, you know, there and stuff like that. So I think they had uh, their allotment of uh, <laughs> sort of, of of side characters. But yeah, I think it's probably probably a good time it, you yeah. know, for the show to... Uh, to come to an end before it sort of does completely, you know, dribble off, <laughs> you know, trying to just keep going. Yeah. I still find it funny, but yeah, it's, it's, I think this is a good time to end it this season. Like I said, it's uh, reliably funny, but then I also had, I watched all six episodes of the season to get, <laughs> since we, <laughs> since we were going to talk about it on the podcast. So like, <laughs> It's, That's why it made the list. You're so, like, oh, I need to catch up on that. <laughs> well, so far, yeah. Well, so far, the, the fall, the, the fall season has been really good for the, uh, yeah, cleaning off parts of the DVR. Is uh, <laughs> is you ask uh, the the guest that week. Uh, so, what are you guys watching? And then you go, oh, they're watching these things. Uh, I have those on. I have these three on the DVR. <laughs> Let's choose those, and then I have. Then I'll have to watch them by the by Monday. <laughs> But uh, to move on to things not on the DVR, uh, but on Netflix, The uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, uh, Season 1, Episode 1, uh, Chapter 1, uh, October Country. I ended up watching more than the first episode, but 
I don't know that it's because I really, really like the show <laughs> or not, but Ginny, uh, we'll start with you. What were your thoughts on the uh, the premiere of uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you found I, it chilling? I, and... I found it just off-putting uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, it's it's okay. It's just way too dark for me. I know it's supposed to be based off the comic, right? Not the, not like off the original, uh, show, but, but for me, I like the original show. I like the, you the like fun... the TGIF one. <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty much. Um, With the talking cat. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I like this cat actually better. That was, that was probably my favorite part was the cat and the, the monster that, you know, the cat is. To me, they, the styling is just really confusing and really irritating. I know they said it's supposed to be uh, like, like, um, Riverdale. <sighs> yeah, yeah, Riverdale. Thank you. Um, it, where it's, it's the current year, but it, they gave it a throwback feel to make it like a timeless. Yeah, but, but I, I got so caught up in how the cars all looked like they were, you know, in the 1950s or 60s or whatever. She was using a plastic characterized thermos. I mean, what teenager uses <laughs> something that I used back in the 80s? Yeah, it's <laughs> a it's a weird feel to the uh the show cuz you know, they you know, you'll see a character using a cell phone, but then everybody's driving a car from like the 60s. Yeah, or seventies or, or something, and it, uh, it it just makes no sense to me. Makes yeah. no sense why they wanted to do it that way. Yeah, See, I've been watching Riverdale has a little bit of a throwback feel, but yet updated. Like, you know, people are driving newer cars, and right, and while there's a little bit of a throwback feel, their wardrobe is not. As throwback, it's more yeah. The wardrobe, it's, it's more core, and it's more inspired by, you know, like the '60s or the '70s, as opposed right. to this field felt almost like it was in some sort of weird time warp. Yeah, uh, and uh, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just have one other comment, and then you guys can, uh, you know, she's supposed to be turning sixteen, right? Yeah, she does not look 16. Well, okay. No, <laughs> no. I mean, you'd be surprised if you went down to the high school right now. But <laughs> but my point is, what was with the creepy side boob and almost butt shot? That I, I found that disturbing, too. I even thought if she was 18, that would make sense. But why right. would you put that on when she's supposed when to she's be 16? 15, almost. Yeah. No, thank you. That was sort of a jarring... Uh, thing because yeah she's supposed to be about to turn 16 <laughs> yeah like, i mean this is this is her 16th that, birthday is happening at the end of the episode you know at the, right. on, on halloween because you know they had her get in the bath and they're just showing her like from the neck up and, oh, and that was fine and then when they and then yeah but, but it was when she got out you were like wait that hello uh, Breast and butt. Yeah. I, I was like, should I be looking away? Because she's <laughs> exactly. only sixteen. She's not even exactly. sixteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that really stuck out to me. <laughs> anyway, 
how about you, Kyle? What are you thinking of uh, about the show? I mean, I've been watching uh, Riverdale, so the tone didn't surprise me. But I mean, I had seen the TGIF show, so I was expecting maybe something a little bit lighter and not quite as dark. But you, um, but you, I, I did like that they have like the woman from the office there playing from the UK office playing one of the aunts. Like she's the the Hilda, I think she is. Uh, <laughs> so she's like the lighter, more. Um, like funny one compared to the dark serious like we have to get her to sign this thing uh uh the more serious zelda but um so i did i did like that she's there to add a little bit of levity and also the the guy um forget what his name is ambrose Ambrose. the guy that's that's stuck in the house like he's also there for a little bit of of comic relief as well Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I really enjoyed, uh, the actress who played Sabrina. Like I thought she was a lot of fun. She's like very light and not like, especially in this darker world, she has a lightness about her. It was a little weird watching her. Um, well, like you said, like when they're aging her down and then also like she was like little, uh, Sally Draper on Mad Men. And now <laughs> she's like this adult that you're, um, that you're watching in this so that that was a little weird but um but yeah i i overall i enjoyed it i some of the stuff was a little weird to me like when they start like pulling out all these like demon dream sequences when she's like eating the apple and stuff and that was a little like over the top to me but um but i i definitely am am interested in seeing more of this Uh, i'll give them one thing is that they is that she's not super old she's not significantly older than 16, uh, you know, actually. So that's one thing in the casting of, uh, you know, a younger character, because it's always a little bizarre, you know, when you have the 27 year old, you know, playing 15 or something. (laughs) Uh, so at least she's only like 19 or whatever. So, yeah. So, which almost, makes that uh, scene yeah, you're talking about even a, a little more weird because uh, she's actually still a teenager because sometimes you can uh, your bl- your brain can be like oh well oh, the yeah, character she's 18. you're like the she... yeah you're like the character is uh, is is only, only 17 50. but but the actress <laughs> is 26 so like right. <laughs> no she's 18 she turns 19 on November 10th well, th- that was a weird thing. Why not just make it her 18th birthday? Why did it have to be the 16th birthday? Like you could have just. Well, I think they're. Two years. Well, I think they're trying to you know more school than. Well, that's true. Know, that's season, true. I didn't you know, think for, that. Uh, you know they usually teen you know teen shows that you know have them in high school or whatever you you want to have a a few years of of high school to uh, to go through or whatever. But she's just going to sign the book and go off to her her Hogwarts, and then <laughs> yeah. that's the end of the show, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. There was something I don't know. There was something off about like I did like her. Uh, I liked her like not wanting to you know like wanting to question things and not wanting to just go along with everything and thinking that like you know this trade off for signing the book is is actually all that great. And, uh, you know, putting her in sort of a different spot, like, and then, you know, also, also between being human and witch, but then also being sort of between witch and 
having to, you know, sign your life away to be a witch type of thing. Or I don't know. It was that that part of it was interesting, but I don't know. I kept watching it. <laughs> I think partially because they do do a really good job of each episode ends on. Wait a second. <laughs> I want to know that the next thing after that, like, I don't want to end there. You see the guy from Coupling show up and you're like, I got to see what he's going to do. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, there's, uh, there, there's things like that, but uh, I don't, I don't know. I might continue to watch, you know, and finish out this first season and see how, you know, where it goes. It's only 10 episodes, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I'm halfway through, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I've seen people compare it to like, uh, say it's kind of Buffy like, and I'm like, eh. I, didn't, I didn't get Buffy at all from it. I was like, no, this. I didn't either. Well, this doesn't nearly have the sort of kitschy fun of yeah, you know, no, or, oh, or no, like sar sarcastic wit of of something like that. It felt weird. Also, I think I don't know, just uh, probably because how I grew up or whatever. But when the sort of People that you're following are all <laughs> devil worshippers. Yeah, devil worshippers <laughs> is a weird, is like a weird thing to be like. You hope they are all right, you know. Type of thing, you know, like, but yet they're they're not uh, somehow they're not overly evil necessarily, you know. Like they, so there's there's things where you would think that they would be perfectly fine with type of thing. Uh, but some of it is maybe they're, you know, they're okay with it if it happens to, you know, mortals or whatever. And, but yeah, I don't know. There was, there was just enough that was always off about it. Whether it was, uh, it also like how it was filmed in some of the, some of the stuff, even though it's filmed in like an actual place, like in a location, it felt fake somehow, <laughs> like where the stuff like inside a house or something like that, which is clearly staged, felt real. It was weird. I don't know. There was just a, a bunch of different things that I don't know. Not not everything was was working for me, but I kind of like the Sabrina character mixed within all of this stuff and, you know, how she's sort of going at her own path. But it's not Buffy. If, you, if you've heard no. that. If if you've heard that, that's not that's not a thing. Uh, <laughs> is, it was definitely one that was I was interested in going in, and I think it's gotten better past the first episode, but uh, not great. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's but a the, it's a weird. The first one two episodes me. were like full hours too. So I, I saw the second one was like a full hour. Like I don't have time for another <laughs> full hour of TV. But yeah, I think that'll uh, that'll do it for our uh, chilling adventures of prime time this week, and we'll move on to our uh, TV recommendations. Of which, Kyle, what uh, what would you like to recommend this week? Uh so over the weekend, I uh, had watched the um, complete box set of Saved by the Bell, which uh, <laughs> I didn't watch all 126 episodes. I just watched this, a sampling, but it, it was amusing to go back and and revisit uh, the show that I hadn't seen in like probably nearly 30 years or 25 years or so. 
But I mean, I mean, the like Shout Factory just released like a, a new box set that includes basically the Good Morning Miss Bliss, which was a show before it, mm-hmm. through the all four seasons of the regular show, the College Years show, and the uh, two TV movies that wrap things up. But uh, and there's a whole bunch of audio commentaries and uh, some featurettes and stuff. The one issue is that it doesn't. Uh, they don't, the only main cast members that are on any of the bonus features are uh, Lark, who played Lisa, and Dustin Diamond, who played Screech. But none of like the people that actually went on to like big careers are actually on any of the bonus material. Mm. All right. So that's my recommendation. And how about you, Jenny? Uh, I got to go with Seal Team. It's kind of firing on all cylinders this season. And David Boreanaz is killing it with the with the emotion in it. Uh, you expect, you know, when you're watching a show about an elite team of SEALs, uh, you expect on any given episode, one of the main characters could be killed. So it, it's it's been really, really interesting to see that. Yet we're still getting all the action. I think the show consistently does action really well. Um, and so they're doing that even with this other emotional, horrifically emotional storyline, it's been a really, really turbulent last couple of episodes. If you have been putting off watching this show, or you know, if you have some saved up uh, to watch, I highly recommend catching up and then watching, because it is... I can't even... <laughs> I can't even say how <laughs> yeah i'm speechless <laughs> well there you I go i don't think i'll be able to catch up on a season and a half before the uh... oh, no 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go if you're looking for something to leave you speechless yep <laughs> with that uh, you can find uh, links uh, to our recommendations uh, as well as the news stories we talked about uh, and also where you can uh, contact us online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 402. And on the next episode, I'll be joined by Carla Day from tvdiehard.com and Tina Charles from tvgoodness.com. And uh, we'll be uh, talking a, a little TV. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe uh, for free. Go to tvtimes3.com slash subscribe and uh, choose the link there for whichever device or app that you're using to listen to podcasts. And uh, as new episodes drop you'll get notified or they'll instantly download and you can uh, play them uh, right away. And with that, uh, thank you, uh, Kyle and Jenny for uh, joining me on episode 402. Yeah. Thanks Uh, for having uh, me. Thanks for being here.